Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Halloween episode of Immigratable Podcast. We thought we'd do a little horror story episode where we had our pair send their stories in anonymously, of course. Of course. <laughs> we'll read all the stories we received and spill all the tea. So the one that I actually want to start with is the one that it was on the one Facebook group that we're on that a, pun- a bunch of girls had also commented on it about the girl that was in Virginia. Oh, I remember. It was so I'm not laughing. It's not funny. <laughs> she. So basically what happened was she was having an affair with her host dad and oh. she also had a boyfriend. So what they did was it's not, it's not I don't know why I'm laughing because it's not it's funny. It's just ridiculous. It's so bad. So what they did was. Um, they stabbed the host mom to death, and then the dad, the host dad, shot the girl's boyfriend. So then they basically what they ended up saying to the police was, "Well, you know, he, the boyfriend was an intruder who killed his wife. So what he did was he he shot the intruder to defend his child and the au pair and himself in his own house after, you know, hurting his wife." Um, I think that happened in February of this year, but they got charged with second degree murder now. So I'm very glad that was cleared up, but that's so bad. I feel like my only question is, why not just get a divorce and then break up with your boyfriend and then be with the little house daddy if that's what you want to do? I just want to know how stupid do you think that you're going to get away with it? Like, how stupid do you think you are? Or how stupid do you think everyone else is? Did they not think this through? Like, if the... Oh, pair and the host dad end up together. It's gonna be like a red flag. They're gonna be like, "Oh no," because then they just comfort each comforted each other in a Ugh. time of need. Gosh, gross. I, no, that's that's horrible. That's honestly horrible because kids lost their mother now. Like it's and and the the child was in the house. She was like four years. I don't know if it was a girl or a boy, but the host child was in the house and was like four years old. Dude, no, see that's horrible. Like. Um, well, okay guys some of the stories that you guys sent in that some of the stories we received honestly like because uh, it was on like i had the app on my phone where you sent it in anonymously and i would just send screenshots to nicola and she would just respond with my goodness every or surely time. either my goodness or surely not yeah there was a specific one that we both were like this cannot be true but we're gonna read them all to you and then yeah so the first one says, my 13-year-old host kid threw a rock through the window from the outside and it hit the four-year-old kid <laughs> and he has a bruise on his chest. And then the 13-year-old is now telling the parents he he has, what? Telling the 13-year-old that the, the four-year-old has a bruise because the au pair hit him. Yeah, he said the au pair did it, but luckily she said there's cameras in the house. So the host parents looked at that and saw it was him. So now he's in deep trouble. She yeah. said a different word, but yeah. <laughs> that's like kids are honestly so manipulative. Like how, how do you think the parents, what about the broken window? What, what okay. happened there? No, but you know, I'm sure there are host parents out there that oh, will yeah. believe the child over the au pair, which that's a whole nother story in itself, which that would make is... me very angry. But I do think that that I'm, I'm happy for her that they had cameras. Yeah. Cause she probably wouldn't have any other way to explain it. Well, like, except for the broken window, obviously, but he could also just make something up about that. Because kids can, kids, some of these kids know how to lie. My goodness, they do. <clears throat> um, so then the next person said, my, host, my first host family was physically abusive towards me. <gasps> the mom would tell me I needed to be spanked in the day. <laughs> what? Because, um, listen, I just want to say I'm not judging. And we're not laughing because is... it's funny. It's just the way we cope with stuff is humor. Awkward laughter. <laughs> 
Um, so my first host family was physically abusive towards me. The mom would tell me I needed to be spanked and the dad would try and pull me onto his lap to get spanked. They would also keep food away from me and said um, I was only allowed one meal a day. I finally ended up rematching after five months. Never told anyone this because it's embarrassing thinking I allowed an American idiot to do that, <laughs> to, do that to me. I was also not allowed to um, drink filtered water. Um, it had to have been tap water. I wasn't allowed to eat any organic food either. I had my own little shelf in the fridge and had all the old food in that they weren't going to eat. So, guys, that was not laughter because it was funny. That was like uncomfortable laughter. Can you imagine your ex house dad just pulling you onto his lap? I'd rather die. Like, I would. So, no. girl, I'm so sorry that you went through that. I'm glad it you rematched. It's not embarrassing. I hope you reported them, quite frankly. If you would like to DM me, I'm happy to call the police on your behalf. Same. Guys, my personal opinion, and I think you share the same opinion, is that you can always rematch. It's okay. Yeah, like definitely. I never think that because you only have four months or five months, the family's not going to take you. There is a family out there. Because there, will... there are so many families that have so many different needs that a lot of them also just want someone for a few months until their next match is coming because something happened. Exactly. Guys, it's always an option. Um, so it says my second rematch family made me do everything in the house. I worked 65, whoop, 65 plus hours a week. I had to do everyone's laundry, unpack and pack the dishwasher two to three times a day. Oh my goodness. Once a week, I had to vacuum the entire house, three floors, and it was a big house. I had to clean the pool every week. I was not allowed to use the pool, but had to clean it. I, I had to wash all three cars on a Sunday and clean them on the inside. I had to meal prep for the entire family on a Monday while the older kid was at school and the baby napped. I was never allowed to use the car unless it was kid related. I was also not allowed to be upstairs with them while they had family time. The mom said me being there takes away from her special time with the kids. I'm so glad I got out because I really just felt like a maid getting paid $200 a week. So that's not even a maid. That's called being a servant. Yes, that is. That is ridiculous. Like families like this, I just cannot understand how they stay in the program this long. I also have a question of, because um, even in the family that had five kids that I looked after, we ran the dishwasher once a day. Yeah, I don't understand how, how are you, you running the dishwasher two to three times a day. That doesn't make sense. Like I remember with my family, we'd run it maybe like we'd run it at night before we go to bed, and then the next morning we'd unpack it and we'd run it again at night, like once a day. How do you do two? How many kids were there? You said two, right? I think she said an older kid and a baby. Yeah. So that's two kids, two, three adults. I feel like that's probably one of those families that they don't care. They just like run it with two glasses in. That's, that, um, good for you for getting out <laughs> is all I can say. Yes. And then the next one. I love that this story starts with. So here's the tea. Oh, we're spilling tea. So here's the tea. Family one. Was only a host dad and two cute little boys. One was with him a week in the... Oh, I was... I. I. <laughs> I was with him for a week and the dad started touching my leg. Nope. Nope. <gasps> so bad. Nope, I'll be out. And the dad started touching my leg when driving and passing it off as an excuse. Accident, yeah. 
we came back from dinner one night and the and me and the kids um I started unpacking Wow, this is very badly written. We might have had to run through this before. But anyway, <laughs> I started unpacking the dishwasher while the kids were getting into PJs. The host dad comes to me and asks me a random question. The question was, why do some girls wear lipstick and some don't? That's a weird question. That's a, like, what? What? It's none of your business. I was like, uh, I don't know. I feel confident when I wear it and continue to pack away the dishes. And he follows up with saying, no, it's a sexual thing. Men are more sexually attracted to women who, <laughs> who wear red lipstick. Are we in 1982? Clearly. I was so freaked out. I ran to my room and the agency took me out the next day. Oh, wow. Wonderful. Good job for standing up for yourself. Um, family two. I really thought it was a good family. I definitely saw signs early on that the parents didn't know how to handle kids having big emotions. We were in the library and the little girl took her brother's toy and he started hitting her. The mom tried to take him off her, but he started hitting the mom. So she... Um, she re- retaliated by losing her something <laughs> and pushing him. She ended up breaking his jaw. <gasps> what? Breaking his jaw in two places. The kid got taken away by Child Protective <gasps> Services. My goodness. Listen, I didn't read this whole story when I put it on the Me notes. Because <laughs> it was so long. I was like, we'll just read it. It can't be that bad. And now the mom broke her child's jaw. My, go- My goodness. Guys, what are you Guys, this is still the same person. Yeah. Family three had me working 17-hour shifts. I fed their cats. I cleaned the house. I essentially raised their kids, and I didn't say anything about my hours because I didn't want to go back into rematch again. So I just kind of stuck it out. But it got to the point where the parents would come home drunk, wake up no. the kids at 1 a.m. when they came in, and I'd have to put them back to bed. And when I asked if I can have time off for or a weekend off. She said, no, you need to work. I didn't have one day off in three months until I finally said, I'm done with this nonsense. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. And on top of that, the mom was such a female dog. Female dog. <laughs> um, she would come in after work and put her mug in the sink and dinner plates and text me to come wash the dishes. It's the audacity for me. Imagine. So, yeah, wish me luck and hopefully Family 4 is the charm. Girl, I'm giving you all the lucky juju. I hope Family 4 is I'm the still one. stuck on the host ad, putting his like, hand on the leg. See, I would have been out there already, but she did that night. So, good on you. I'm stuck on the freaking wife, mom, breaking her kid's jaw. Imagine you're in the au pair program and... Child Protective Services comes to take your kids away because of the host mother. Because she broke her kid's jaw in two places. That is not just a push. Like that, that it was, there was a lot of anger behind that push. There was years of built up anger. That's so bad. That must have been awkward. <clears throat> Listen, good luck with number four. I hope you get it. Um... Next one says, on my first day as an au pair, I went to the school to pick up the kids. I was walking with the dog when she pooped in the middle of the street. (laughs) It was my first walk with the dog and the first poo I had to pick up in my entire life. Must be nice. It was disgusting. Well, yeah. While I was picking up that, I didn't realize the 
the leash uh, the leash wasn't tight and the dog started walking to the cars that were approaching it could have ended up in a disaster because the dog is like another child in the family luckily nothing happened and nobody ever knew anything that is no one's business yep and this is why this is anonymous no one would ever have to know <laughs> No one's business. But also, why are you allowed to take the dog to school? Because some host families just. Well, I mean, like, just probably the, walk at, at the there. school, because the family that I work for now in Colorado, at the school when I would pick up the boys, um, like, you weren't allowed to bring a pet pot. You're like, because a lot of people that. It was, it was like a massive development right next to the school, but you were only allowed to walk the dogs up to a certain point. You weren't allowed to take it, like, into where the people were. Maybe she like, maybe that's a, I don't know. Must be nice. Yeah. (laughs) Once, this one is so bad. Once on a trip to Disneyland, the unthinkable happened. I lost the kids. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I knew they couldn't be far, but in a large moving crowd, it was impossible to find them. Although I had their phone numbers, they didn't hear their phones. I'm assuming they were host parents. Um, didn't hear their phones as they were in their backpacks. It took a handful of security guards and nerve-wracking minutes to track them down. It was super scary, but we agreed to never tell the parents. I think about it a lot. I wonder if it's the kids that had their phones in their yeah, backpack. I think it was or the like, kids. Because they're probably older kids, so they had phones, but they weren't like rocking around with them just for in case. That's so <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I had three kids, and they were quite young with my... Um, last host family and they were quite young when I had they're still young obviously but I uh, my biggest fear was like losing one of them because I would take you know I take all three of them to Target or something and the middle one just disappears sometimes but luckily he knows not to mess with me my goodness (laughs) that's what I was saying in one of our other episodes of um the family that I had with five kids when we're in large crowded places it was very clear of you have this child you have this child you have this child just to make sure that that didn't happen, because I can't Im- imagine how scary that must be to lose your host child. Oh, yeah. I used to carry just the younger one, and then the older one, I would hold the middle one's hand, and then the older one would hold they were very. Hand. They were very good about They're that. They're very good kids, though. Um, the next one says, I chose to be an au pair last year. I found a family on a not-so-popular au pair website. I'm very curious as to which one I that is. I also want to know... Um, we did a few video calls and they seemed really nice. When I got there, I found the father, which was his French, was mentally unstable. They didn't tell me that he was a stay-at-home dad and they just needed the au pair for extra help. Red flag. Uh-huh. He would come into my room just after I had showered, go into my room and look through my things, knock my door, and knock on my door and come in my room in my free time. Make me go shopping with him. They had an only child who hit, spat, and threw toys at me, which they always saw and never told him to stop. One night I was making dinner. Then the father was stay, saying that I wasn't making the dinner correctly. He started shouting at me and saying that I had to be employed to be like his what? That I had to be employed to be like his daughter oh that i had been employed to be like his daughter and that i should do exactly as he says and respect him excuse me what i left that night good i'd advise our parents to go through popular websites if not an agency yeah guys go through an agency i just want to know how you're coming over without an agency because they sponsor your visa so it doesn't make sense Uh, make sure you have a contract every horror story i've heard so far 
has been from a French host family too. So be aware of the cultural difference. I don't think necessarily it's just French. I think it's just the cultural difference because they're definitely different than Americans. I was so upset that it happened because I had so many hopes for a great au pair experience, but now I'm enjoying a more safe and enjoyable au pair trip with an agency. Yep, that's that's all for that one. I don't even, like, how do you... First of all, <clears throat> as if any host parents don't tell you something big like one of the parents is a stay-at-home parent before the time that is a bit of a red flag yes. that's definitely an important question to ask beforehand when you're getting to know each other ask what they do for work and you know say oh do you work from home because nowadays a lot of them work from home though it's really like most of, or they have like a hybrid schedule where they work two days at home three days in the office or something like that Which, i mean it's not a big deal yeah. to work for people that work from home but i feel like it's just nice to know that beforehand and it's but also just something sorry <laughs> i feel like it's something that if the host parents respect this is nicola's time to watch the kids and it's nicola like nicola's in charge so if nicola says no you cannot have a snack they cannot go up to mom and ask mom hey can i have a snack mom then needs to ask nicola nicola what did you say like i just feel like that's your time where you're in control because otherwise they're never going to take you seriously they're never going to They'll be like, okay, I'll just go ask mom. That was the nice thing about my last host family now in Colorado is we were very, or I guess they were very supportive of me. And Mine even, was the same. Even if I wasn't on duty, if the kids had asked me if I was hanging out with them and I said no and they would ask the parents, they would say, what did Nicholas say? And I remember there was one time where, I, I can't remember what it was, but I was on duty and I had said no to something. And then eventually they ended up doing it in a case. So I was like, well, why would you do that? They were like, well, my mom said that I can and I went to the mom and I was like, hey, listen, um, we discussed this because of A, B and C actions. I said no. And then they got in trouble. So um, that was wonderful. As also, they should. I also just want to address as much as they are your host parents, you are not a host child. You are not there to be their daughter. That's weird. Like, that's just weird. You know, I, I can deal with them saying, you know, if they want you to be like an older sister to their kids. Yeah. Or like, a you know, a cousin to their kids or something. But you are not their daughter. Now, like, I used to, now I tell my ex-house parents that they're my mom and dad. But can like, they're like not even 10 years older than me. Yeah. So no, like, but, they're, it, but I, I joke about them being my mom and dad. <laughs> This next girl said, um, oh, where to start? I have many. <laughs> when the story just starts like this. Um, depends on your perspective, I guess. One time I managed to flood the house with poopy. No! <laughs> <laughs> I swear American toilets are not made for South African they're, poop. Like <laughs> they're, They are something else. <laughs> yep, lots and lots of poop. The nice. dog kennels were unfortunately situated in the basement in their kennels at at this unlucky time. Oh, the oh, dogs oh, were in oh. there. Oh. What, how did the water get to the basement? It could have been a... what? Not all houses are like double stories. It might have just been like a first-story house. Okay. Um, they were soaked in poop. Oh, my goodness. The floorboard subsequently rotted. Yep, <gasps> that was me. I was that girl. There was this one time I had to tuck in sick dad. Nope. That's disgusting. Nope. Who Why? happened to be very old and very sleazy. Couldn't keep <gasps> his hands to himself. That is revolting. Mm. 
He also had trouble paying me every week. He would rather buy himself a new car every month. What? He liked to beg for my paycheck. What? He liked me to beg oh, for my paycheck. Oh, he liked me. Um, I have to clean up vomit with my bare hands. That's disgusting. Who's vomit? Vomit with my bare hands on the I-90 in Washington, the USA, in the pouring rain while my little kid was projectile vomiting. Okay, nice, nice. I pulled over, took off all his clothes, and him standing naked next to the car as he continued to vomit as I scooped mm-hmm. everything up. As I scooped everything out of the car. <laughs> found some old blankets in the trunk, wrapped them up and then put them put him back in a seat and then drove his nana to the airport. Dropped her off in time to catch a flight and say goodbye. Took kids home straight into the tub. Washed him up and then sent him three hours to... Oh my goodness. Imagine. Three hours for the car to get cleaned. Needless to say, the next day I was woman down. Oh, I'd be done. Like that would... I don't understand. That would honestly just make me sick to my stomach. I'm still laughing at the Listen, girl, I'm not judging you, but the poopy water. <laughs> Can you imagine? You go to your house parents or they come home and the whole house just smells like poop. Listen, I, it wasn't poop water, but it was bath water. And my host parents were out of town and I had the kids and the youngest boy thought it would be funny to leave the bath running even um, though he was done nice and um it flooded remember the middle child from a previous <laughs> family <laughs> he literally was sitting in the bathtub throwing water out the mom literally left for a second he somehow scooped out all the water out yeah. of the bathroom and it lit- like came through the ceiling on- was it not something like 10 grand yeah and then i remember the host dad joking saying he's not going to college that's, but he's also done so many other things. Like there was paint on the stairs. Paint on the carpet. Paint on the carpet. He took a Sharpie to their bedroom wall and just drew and drew. That didn't, middle child didn't he, put something. A, didn't he put a stick of butter in the toaster and then oh, turn it on? Oh, he put a little stick. Oh, Didn't he make pancakes once too? Oh, or yeah. He made pancake batter. What was in said pancake batter? <laughs> it was... um. There was... I remember it was the pancake batter and then there was a little thing of Italian seasoning... And with, lemon, with pepper. lemon pepper seasoning. And then he put a whole bottle of agave syrup in there. That was the mixture. That was it. That was the pancake mixture. Delicious. Guys, that child is something else, but I love him. He's the sweetest boy. But he drove us crazy. <laughs> he still does. But um, so this one says, for my first year as an au pair, I appeared in Washington for a family with four kids. It was the worst experience of my life. Things were not going well for me. Had no friends. Worked weekends sometimes. No public transportation whatsoever to go anywhere. One day, the, they they asked me how things were going and I was honest with them and told them I might be considering rematch. That evening? That evening, they call me and we sit down only to be told, you have two weeks to leave our house. We aren't going to keep someone who's ungrateful like you. Throw what? yourself away. Yeah, The go. family must throw themselves away. After everything we have done for you, I'm asking myself, what everything are they talking about? We resolve the problem, the in, I, and then I end up staying, not towards my year ending. What? My year ending with them after I told them. I can't extend with them. My host mom tells me I have body odor and should try some deodorant that costs about 40 bucks. And I was like, so after this whole year of living here, today is the day you decide to tell me I have body odor. I have friends and a boyfriend even who are all brutally honest, by the way, and they have never 
They've never said anything. 20 plus years of my life and I've, I hear it from you. Next thing I was told, I don't know how to clean the bathroom and will be taught later. All after 10 months of living in the house, she was bitter. Shame. <laughs> and I'm happy I'm in a better place now. Guys, sorry. Some of these things are not written like we're just reading them verbatim of how they came in yeah so sorry if i sound like i cannot read i promise i can guys so i'm i'm in two minds about the staying thing after an issue because i stayed after an issue happened with my host family uh-huh. and I, I still had a good year but i think i think it depends on what happened just be cautious about staying yeah because it, it, like it, with yeah. with an incident because I definitely I considered rematch very strongly. Oh, I know. After that happened, <laughs> and you know, I'm glad that I ended up staying. But I think I also did make it very clear that if there was any other form of incident, yeah, that I would rematch. And I think just be cautious of staying. Because I stayed because uh, I asked for rematch four months in, and then they gaslit me into staying, and I stayed another three months. And obviously everything happens for a reason. I'm very glad I ended up staying with them for another three months because I wouldn't have gotten the family I had in Colorado if I... Yeah. So I'm very glad it happened and I did that. But yeah, like I said, just be cautious. Um, the next one said, my one host kid is autistic, but the family lied to the agency and said they don't need a special needs skilled au pair, but he's nonverbal and eats through a, ch- eats through a tube. That, I'm not at all skilled in this area. I know I should rematch, but I feel bad. Go get out. I think immediately should, yeah. get out. Firstly, I would tell my LCC or even higher up, go to whatever agency you're with. Tell them that you are taking care of a special needs kid and you are not special needs qualified. Because so that's against the law. I don't know about other agencies. I know cultural care takes it so seriously. Yeah. My friend that's pregnant, they're, um, they had to get a different au pair because... After she matched with someone, she was pregnant. And then they were like, well, she's not infant she's not qualified. Infant, yeah. They take it so seriously. And that's also like, it's a liability to you. Because exactly. in America, you would be responsible if for it. Happens. If something happens. Guys, don't feel bad. No, I, I get that you feel bad. But they don't have to, they don't pay extra for a special needs au pair, right? I think you just get paid normal. I don't know. I don't know. But like, they should. And also, they shouldn't allow their kid to be taken care of by someone that's not skilled to take care of their kid. Like, I'm not saying you're... you're but she says there, I'm not skilled yeah, in this area. And exactly. It's, guys, a special needs child is a lot of work and it's a lot of time and patience. And some people just don't yeah. have that. And that's, that's 100% fine. And also, if you don't have the experience, you don't have the experience, then you don't know what to do. Like, I would honestly sit down with my host family first Tell them you don't feel comfortable doing this. And if they honestly like try and gaslight you or anything, then I would go upper and talk to someone in the agency. My goodness, nonverbal and eats with a tube. Like that's that's not fair towards her or the child. Imagine getting here and then they're like, oh, surprise. Yeah, our kid doesn't speak. Like it's not fair towards either Girl, of I'm them. sorry. Or guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the next one says, my host parents fight so much. It literally scares me how my host dad screams at my host mom. She has cried a lot about their relationship. And my host dad really says mean stuff to and about her. He drinks a lot. Like, he's almost never not drunk. It's a scary environment. And I don't want to rematch because I only have five months left. My host mom is good friends with my LCC, so I can't tell her about it. I don't know what to do, but I just wanted to say I feel uncomfortable and unsafe. 
So I feel like you need to take this one. <laughs> I'm. I don't even know where to begin. I'm so sorry that you're in this situation. I don't want to say that I know how it feels, but I know I've been in a, I guess, somewhat similar situation. And, you know, if you are brave enough to stick it out for the next five months, you have a lot more courage than I do. Just also, I'm I'm not sure if we like, is the host mom good to you? Are the kids good? Like if that's all... if, if you're staying for her, yeah, then I understand one hundred percent. You know, good for you because I know that sometimes it can be so difficult in those situations. Um, I understand you're saying your host mom is friends with your LCC. If it's honestly that bad, I really think that even after you're done, I think you need to go over your LCC's head and report the family because. It is an unsafe environment. You're putting another girl in that situation. And I'm not saying that... It's your th- fault. I'm not saying that it's, you know, that their situation is worth more than you or what you're going through. But I think if you can help someone else from... If you can basically save someone else from that situation, I personally think that you should report it regardless. Even if you have a good relationship with a host mom, I personally think that you yeah. should report it to the agency. I agree. Um, but yeah, like I said, if there's a reason you're staying, like if you only have five months left, maybe you have friends in the state or in the city where you are and you don't want to rematch because you're scared you're not going to stay with your friends or whatever. I totally get that. But I would probably also talk to my host mom, like tell her how I feel. Obviously, she knows probably how you feel because she probably feels the same way. Yeah. But maybe try and talk to her about it. Like maybe you guys can form some type of bond about it or something. Like, is it can... is it worth it? For you to still deal with this for another five months. Like if you're if you're yeah. saying that you're scared, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. And rematch is an option. Like we said, there is a family that'll take you for five months. Yeah, you'll drop this family and but that's you need to think about yourself as well. You need to put yourself first when you're alone in a different country. Um, the next one, this one's also a pretty long one. Um, she said, I was sitting eating dinner with my host family one night. It was me. <gasps> I remember this one. This one's so bad. It was me, my host mom, host dad, and then two host kids, both boys, age three and seven. We were sitting outside on the porch enjoying the last bit of summer and eating our meal together when the youngest boy asked his dad if he can play a game on his dad's phone while he was sitting at the table. Bear in mind our seating arrangement. Yes, it's important. It was... Me and my host, me and my host mom next to me. Opposite me was my host dad, and next to him was a seven-year-old boy. And at the head of the table sat the youngest boy who wanted to play a game on his dad's phone. So we were eating, when all of a sudden the youngest boy, pointing at his dad's phone, exclaims, "I like that word!" Exclaims, exclaims. <laughs> "Oh look, Whatever. name, yeah, <laughs> um, her name's in there, but I don't want to say her name. Oh look, you know, au pair, it's you." Um, I was so confused. Why would I be on my host dad's phone? The mom and I made eye contact and I just shook my head to signal that neither I, oh, that I don't have any idea of what is there on the phone. Maybe photos of me on your husband's phone. Uh, So she was saying, like, she was saying to her husband, like, Like, I have no idea what what he's talking about. Why I'd be on your husband's phone. My host mom takes the phone from the youngest kid and she looks at the photo, also showing me. Shocked is an understatement. There on my host dad's phones were photos of me at the exact moment as we were eating dinner at the table. I I was wearing the same outfit and everything. 
At first, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt, gaslighting myself into thinking maybe his finger just accidentally took the photos. Yes, photos, like plural, multiple. because there were multiple of different angles from underneath the table, zoomed into my face, no. zoomed into my lips, some of just my legs. <gasps> That's when I knew it couldn't have been an accident. You could have cut the tension with just a toothpick. (laughs) (laughs) My host dad, then, to try and avoid confrontation, tried to blame and shift loudly. No, oh, try to shift blame. The, uh, shift yeah. blame. Oh, blame shift. Okay, that makes that makes English sense. I'm just dumb. <laughs> um, and loudly proclaimed to his youngest son with a phone. Host child, you can't just take pictures of people without them knowing. That's not nice. Can you imagine? Maybe preach to yourself, I thought. (laughs) (laughs) I love the shade. As I knew he took the photos, the angles confirmed it. It came from the direction of where my host dad was sitting, from across the table to me, not diagonally from where the youngest host kid was sitting. My host dad was just trying to play it off. I felt like the mistress without even doing anything. All I could wonder was if this was the first time he's done it. It could have been. It couldn't have been. And it made me feel so uneasy knowing he probably has much more photos of me on his phone that I don't even know about. First of all, that's disgusting. That's awful. Like, second of all, ladies, this is why you go through your husband's phone every night. My goodness. (laughs) Okay, listen, I don't do this. Me neither. Like, but. Jug a jug. Do it while he's sleeping. While he's taking a shower, Moose. <laughs> if he takes his phone with him to the bathroom, it's a red flag. <laughs> or if he places his phone with the screen down, done. Divorce. None of my business. Um, that I, is rough. Like, I have no words. I'm so sorry that you went through that. Because that's I, disgusting. I wonder if the host mom then afterwards went through his phone and found more and just not tell her. Honestly, I would call the police. I'd feel very uncomfortable. I would call the police and See, I would I don't report know. the family. I don't no. know if I'd be able to call the police because we're all sitting there. and like... Not immediately, but I'm sorry. If you are taking photos of me under the table, you don't know what she was wearing? Gross. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, And that surely is not the first time. Like, how is he... There was also that one article a while ago where it was a girl from Columbia and she was at the agency and I don't want to name shame the agency because we're not specifically talking about that one on here. But basically, her host dad had put a camera in the fire alarm in her room, oh, which I is remember. right above her bed. I remember. And has like hours and hours of footage. And this agency did absolutely nothing to help her. Because these people are disgusting. The next one says, my first affair family. Ooh, family. They seemed a little strict when interviewing immediately now. Red flag. <laughs> On Skype, but I didn't think much of it. I thought at least the kids must have some discipline at least. Turns out two of the three kids were physically fighting each other constantly. Both teenagers. Nice. Nice. The middle child had stolen over $1,000 of the mom's <laughs> credit card a couple of weeks before. The youngest was not completely potty trained and it was not mentioned to me. My goodness. He was nearly six years old. I'm not bomb shaming, but like six years old? Come on. And the mother was the biggest control freak I have ever met. Well, why couldn't she control his potty training? So I want to address the potty training. During the day, so I will give her that all kids do things on their own time. You can't 
control those things, and I, I get it. I understand that. Um, the next thing I want to say is there is a difference between like being fully potty trained and like still needing to wear pull-ups. That's yeah. I, I I can understand if at night the kids still needs to wear pull-ups because one of the host families that I used to work for one of the kids wore pull-ups and she was, I think, eight and her cousin wore them until she was 10. So I understand at night it's different. Yeah. But like during the day, because you're in school at six years old. Yeah. You're like in kindergarten, first grade, kindergarten. Yeah. Whatever. Like- I hope that you left is all I'm saying. My, the point of my, I hope that you rematched because that's also not okay to, to not tell you any of that. I also want to talk about the middle child stealing a thousand dollars off of the mom's credit card. Like- How are you still alive? Because I would not be. My, oh my goodness. Like, I don't even, like, what did he buy? That Legos? Like, come on. <laughs> Every now, there was a thing on the news the other day about, like, a kid that had ordered. Um, I saw that. It was a little boy that was ordering Amazon. through Alexa. Yeah. He was like, Alexa, order. And, like, it, it was, like, I think it was something like $10,000 something. Because he was like, order 25 sandcastles. And then it, like, he just ordered. He even ordered a hot tub. I remember, like a like a hot tub of eight hundred dollars. Because I saw the TikTok and mm-hmm. I was watching it. I showed it to my husband. He's like, "This is why we're never having kids." Shame. So no, that was rough. Like obviously, he could return all of the Amazon things, but like whatever this child bought, I don't know if they can return it. Like, whew, that's scary. And obviously, the child with the Alexa didn't know that it's costing his dad money. Yeah, like, he thought Alexa's like, doing. It. Yeah, he's like, it's Santa, right? <laughs> Okay, well, I hope that you got out of that situation because that does not sound like fun. No. The next one says, well, even though my host dad is great and very nice to me, the mom um, seems to have a grudge of some kind against me. I'm, I'm a grown adult and went for a walk around a very safe neighborhood and sat in the backyard to look at the stars on my day off. When I came back inside, she passive-aggressively told me that as a part of this family, I'm not to just walk past the family or out of the house without telling her where I'm going. I'm sorry, what? Excuse me. I'm not your child. I could understand if I was a minor or an exchange student, but I'm off and 20 years old. I will walk to the store and buy myself a snack when I please. Um, If you want my whereabouts, just text me. So that's one thing. I was talking to someone today about um there was a i was getting my nails done today and there was a lady talking about she had a nanny or whatever so i suggested to her what about no pair and then she was like saying and then we spoke about it for quite a bit and i was saying to her you know the one thing is to just keep in mind though that you have another adult in your house yeah and as weird it is for you to have another adult in your house it's weird to have another adult in your house especially when you get treated like a child so it's also weird for us to just move in with a random family like obviously it's going to be awkward it's going to be weird like you're it's it's a growing phase for everyone everyone's trying to figure out how to do this whole thing but i'm not going to tell you if i go for a walk it's none of your business i understand to an extent you know like if with my old host family i didn't have to tell them exactly where i was going but if i was taking their car they at least want, yeah. like I, they wanted me to know. Oh, you know what? I'm going into Denver, and my car is going to be in Denver for the night when I would sleep over at Joe's yeah. house. And you know, they when I, I mean, I would just tell them because it wasn't a big deal. But like, their rule is just they wanted to know roughly where their car was going to yeah. be. Just which so that is was fair. the same with my host family. Like I 
never really told them I'm going to Target real quick. I'm going to McDonald's. Like I would just tell them or I would just like leave. Like there was no like even when like in the previous episode I talked about how I spent nights at my um now husband's house and like it wasn't me asking her, Hey, can I can I like please go? Like she know I was she knew I was an adult. I was twenty five yeah. years old. So and like I said, the host mom's literally nine years older than I am. So like she's not 50 or something she's not my mom's age like it wasn't like i just they were so chilled though they were the best so before this next story so i just want to say guys i'm so sorry for everyone that went through literally horror um guys we are i mean i'm not a therapist but you know i think we've both been through some situations and if you guys ever want some advice we can yeah if you want to talk we can we can either dm our um in our instagram page or you can dm us like privately both of our instagrams and the handles are in the top of our bio on our instagram page um also if you're on the whatsapp group both of our numbers are in there if you want to talk to any of us like you guys can... on alone just yeah. i'm i'm so sorry that like i know what it feels like to be in, in a bad and uncomfortable situation so but just i was there for my book book and she goodness. was there for me so it's nice to have someone yeah. reach out to friends reach out to family don't do things you'll regret later on just keep you're keep level-headed is that is that how you say it keep a level head something keep, like that keep it cool dude be chill bro be chill bro um but we also had some um we had a few more stories that got sent in that they're I not guess we'll say there were, there were some spicy stories some of them are whew. so yeah we'll, we'll we'll finish off with those since they're a little more funny and you can end this awful episode on a funny note um, the first one says, I think my host dad likes me. Nice. We nice. have a better <laughs> communication style. We have a better communication style and similar humor than him and his wife. Drama. Love her, but sometimes I feel like he likes me. We hang out a lot and drink together. He even made a comment that if he was single dad, he would have totally tried his luck with me. Red flag. It's flattering and I know we are made to be friends. No. You know, you're not made to be friends. You're meant to He's be. He's a married man that is attracted to you that you live in his house. You need to get out. You need immediately you need to set a boundary and tell him you're not interested in anything that of that sort. Um the next one. <clears throat> oh, I'm so glad I'm not reading this one. <laughs> um it says I'm having spicy time. <laughs> I'm having spicy time with my host dad and my host mom doesn't know I well oh. Well, uh, <laughs> I've never told this to anyone, not even my closest friends. I don't know what to do because I think I love him. Oh, um, girl. What I think you need to do is, listen, no judgments. Okay, I don't know about you. You're pulling a face. I'm I'm not judging you because it's none of my business. And what you do is what you do. I think she's the Lulu. I think I don't think you love him. I think that you need to remove yourself from that situation. Yes. I think... You don't want even to be a home wrecker. Even in some ridiculous world, if he was to leave his wife for you, a cheater will always be a cheater. If he can cheat with you, he can cheat on you. And if he cheats on his wife, where he has kids with, do you think he's not going to cheat on you? You're just a little... No. I, I, I would get out of that as soon as I possibly can. Do not take offense by what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, get out. The next one says, My parents allowed me to come to America for one year as an au pair. I just extended for a second here without telling them. Nice. Nice. I also have a boyfriend 
who I think is going to propose soon. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm obviously saying yes. My parents are going to be so angry. But what are they going to do? Come get me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what are they going to do? Come get me. They don't have visas. <laughs> None of my business. And oh. in South Africa, it's not like a visa is going to get approved. Exactly. <laughs> Girl, you fine. Get you married. love that American dream. <laughs> Oh, no, get it, girl. Like, your parents will get over it at some stage. Like, obviously, I don't think any South African parents are that happy that their kid just ends up staying in America for the rest of their life. But, girl, if you can get that, get it. Um, This next one, I think, is one of my favorite ones. I'm so glad I'm also not reading this one. (laughs) She said... I have an OnlyFans account and my host mom's brother just subscribed to it. <laughs> I'm nervous now. I'm not sure what to do. Block. So what are you going to do? No. Oh. Enjoy that money. Spend yeah. that money. You are clearly working very hard for it. Charge him up. Like, add more No money. judgments. Nuh-uh. Charge him extra for it. And you know what? If you guys end up living happily ever after, then that is that is great for you. <gasps> There was that one story, and I, I remember. Know, I, don't, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know if it was real or if oh, it yeah, was. It was one of those fake there, things. Was it fake though? Because so. there were a few of them. No, I don't think that was one of the oh, fake the ones. One that went there to was a visit her host mom's brother. And there was, was a girl there. that was dating her host mom's twin brother. I remember that, and the host mom was so mad about it. But like the host, the brother is single and he's her age, kind of. So what's the problem? I don't know. No. Like, but it, it couldn't have been her age because it's the host mom's twin brother. Oh, but maybe remember she can also just be like my parents. Yep, I don't know. But anyway, um, the next one says my host mom found my vape and asked me who whose it is, and I lied and said it was one of my au pair friends, and now she's calling the LCC to tell her my friend vaped in her house. Guys, nice. None of my. Like, can imagine throwing your friend under the bus like that. Because then she's also going to get reported to the agency. Yeah. And then she's going to have to go either home just because you couldn't tell your host mom you're the one that vaped. Okay, guys, I think that's the end for this episode. Thank we you guys do. so much for all those stories. Uh, we did get, so on our um, on Spotify, when you listen to the podcast, there's like a Q&A option where you can like ask us questions and we'll answer them. Um, we only got one, so I'll read the question and then we'll just quickly respond to it it says hey guys lovely broadcast thank you um can you work while you're waiting for your green card and how long do you have to wait for your green card so you're not allowed to work unless you got your work authorization which Which, nicola just got hers like a month ago or something so she can tell you a little more so you i would just recommend filing for everything at the same time make sure that you're um i don't know what the right it's like concurrent filing or something like that which yeah. means you file everything at the same file time green card your travel authorization and your work authorization all at the same time i would say file your like don't listen to what anyone says on the internet because some people say no wait during covid you had to wait for them to schedule your medical yeah. the lawyer that i used told us to um send the medical in with it and with also everything. simple citizen told me the same thing because everything just gets done so much faster I got um, my work authorization exactly one month and two weeks from when I filed. So, But also it depends on your state, depends on where you filed. All of that has an impact on how long it takes. And then how long you wait for your green card, that literally right now, it says on average a year. Yeah. But it can take 
Longer five or months shorter. it can take two years like it all depends it also depends on how much evidence you sent in all of that it has an impact on how long it takes so there's no actual timeline for that but yeah you can kind of take a year and then so to answer your question basically you can work while you're waiting for your green card if you have work authorization yes then you if, can get any job if you have not received your work authorization it is illegal to work yeah Guys, I think that's it for this episode. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Every thank time. you so much for writing in. Yeah, we um, do appreciate everyone sending in the stories. They will stay in my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> and the spicy ones. Thank you guys for sending in the funny ones because that really helped us forget about the previous ones. Uh, yeah. And we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Please go follow our social medias. Immigratable podcast on Instagram, Twitter, no, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and on X, we are called Immigratable Pod. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.